talk about it. Okay, okay. Chris, Chris, okay. Let's talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about it. According to Chrissy, she really do run it. According to Chrissy, she really do run it. It's raw, it's cutthroat. Them giving advice, relationships, sports, the media. She dropping it off, it's raw. Okay. She giving it unfiltered, y'all. You gotta tune in on the daily. Okay. You gotta tune in, it going crazy. According to Chrissy, she really do run it. According to Chrissy, she really do run it. She started off just as a mother, realest woman you might ever go meet. According to Chrissy, according, according to Chrissy, I said she really. Do run it. I said she really do run it. Go, go. Let's talk about it. Well, 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 guys, I'm back. I have been gone so long and I have so much to talk about. Um, but thank you to everybody that listened to my show, even when I wasn't recording, I, my, my plays went up and I'm so super excited about that, but I had to take a little break, I had to take a little break and kind of start the new chapter of my life that I started when I first started the podcast and I started living out loud, like living outside, going outside, doing things and finding and discovering the new parts of me and just seeing what outside really has to offer. So, and I also did some deep self, self-reflection, self some deep self, um, I don't know, I kind of discovered myself and what I want to be for the next 10, for the next year or so too. I don't know, I'm always changing. So that's the characteristic of a Gemini, but I'm always changing, always evolving, always finding new things that I like and new people to hang out with. And I never meet a stranger, so I just grow with friends, I grow with associates, and I'm just loving this part of my life. So I'm going to title this show, Living Out Loud, and I'm also going to talk about some things that I've been going through personally in this new journey of 47. Um, So let's get started. Let's talk about it. Um... So the biggest thing I think that I've learned from 46 going into 47 was about protecting my energy, protecting my space and protecting my time. I always am a person that's always there for everybody, always giving to everybody. And like I said in my time before, when I first started my podcast, I got burnt out. I got burnt out and I I had to feel it realize that your energy is the most important thing that you have and the energy is the most important thing that you can give. And so I always gave my energy to everybody else and I never um, put time into myself. And so that's kind of what I've been doing here since I recorded last, I think in January. So um, I've been letting my friends know, my closer friends that It's okay not to answer that phone call when you see somebody calling you because you have to be what I realize in a certain space, in a certain mind frame um, to take on some people that call your phone, some people that text you, some people that want to hang out. Sometimes you just cannot do it mentally and it's okay to be okay with that. It's okay not to give your time and your space when you are in that mode, me as a mom and, uh, 
I feel like a very good friend to a lot of people, I had to take a step back from the whole being there for everybody. And I love it. I love that I don't feel pressured to answer the phone when people call. Um, because sometimes those people that are calling your phone are calling to take your energy. They're always not positive people, positive messages when you get off the phone with people. Sometimes it's like, oh my God, that telephone call was so draining. Why did I even pick it up? And it's okay because I think we all have people in our life that we know are going to be energy suckers once we pick up that phone. And it's okay not to pick up the phone from them at every time. Like when I get off from work and I've had a bad day and I see my phone ring and I know what it's going to be about, I'm okay with not picking up the phone now. I'm okay with texting back or giving it a day or two. It just depends on the whole mode that, mood that I'm in at that time, you know, because sometimes you can't do it. If my energy's up that day, then, hey, I'll pick up the phone because I know it's going to be some BS or something on the other line. So I'm fine with that. But if my mood is kind of mediocre or kind of low because it's just been bad, it's okay not to pick up the phone, people. It's okay. It's okay not to pick up the phone from people. You are you have to protect your energy and you have to protect your space. So if nothing else you get from this whole podcast today, I hope you realize that your energy is the most important thing that um that you can protect as you get older. Okay, the next thing I want to discuss was um it's going into being that um energy is my kids. So people look at me crazy when I say I'm no longer a mother. I am a consultant. And what I'm doing in my consultant role is I'm taking my hands off. The kids are grown. The kids are in their 20s. As a mother, I did what I was supposed to do. I raised them. I got them out of high school. I got them out of college. And they're now on this road to be an adult themselves. And I realized that I have to step, take a step back and I can't fix everything. I have to let them be the adults that they were born to be. And when they need me, they know that I'm here. They know that if they if they need advice, if they just advice, hopefully not money, sometimes money, that's okay. Um, that I've got to that I'm here for them, but they have got to figure out life on their own. Tomorrow's not promised, and I want to know that they can figure it out without calling me for every little thing. And so far, so good. They're they're doing amazing, but um. This consultant job took a lot of that. The mother job takes a lot of your energy and my consultant job in their life doesn't take as much energy as the mother does, if that makes any sense, because I'm not trying to fix every little thing in their life. All I'm trying to do is offer advice and let them think things through and figure it out for themselves. Now, do they always go the way I'd want them to go? Well, of course not, but that's a part of adulting. We didn't always do what our parents said, and we had to figure things out for ourselves. So that's what my my new consulting role, role in my kid's life is, letting them figure it out. And so they're doing okay, and I like being who I am in their lives right now at this point, and... That also is giving me more energy to put into myself now that I'm not as worried about what they're doing um, as I used to be. Because I felt like, oh my God, I've got to help them. I've got to fix them. And I don't feel that way anymore. 
So hats off to my new consulting job, also known as mom on the back burner. So if you're a mom out there and you feel that same way, just take a step back. If your kids are in their 20s, going into their 30s, take a step back and let them figure things out. You don't have to fix everything. And that's who we were born nurturers by nature. And we feel like we have to fix everything in our kids' life. And we don't. We don't. Just let them. I had to tell my mom the other day, I said, who helped you with your kids? And I said, you need to let them figure out life because you're not promised tomorrow. And you need to let them figure out life in their own way because that helps them become who they need to be as well for their kids by figuring it out. So that's just a little outtake on that. So let's go to me being outside, y'all. So my crazy daughter had me go to Houston to this Mocha Fest thing. And when I tell you, it was just amazing. It was amazing to see everybody come together, having a decent time. The vibe was beautiful. And it was just, it was just beautiful. It got me outside. It showed me because at first I did not want to go, honest to God. I was like, oh, my God, you got me going to this young stuff, even though people think we're sisters. I'm like, oh, my God, she's got me going out here with these people. But when I tell you I went to the first party and I was like, oh, my God, there's people here my age. Hell, I might be the oldest person here. And it was just it was just wonderful. The men were just super, super sweet, super, super welcoming. It was just a beautiful, beautiful event. So from that sparked my, okay, I'm going to get out the house and I'm going to do more. So I came back and I just wanted to go see what, you know, what was outside, what little cool things, because I'm a people person and I like to be, I love music. I love meeting people. I love dancing. So I just started getting out. And seeing what Greensboro, I guess, has to offer as far as being outside. And I went to, I found a place um, to go uh, frequently. But then, you know, I've kind of, I've kind of sat back. Me and me and my daughter went to another event in Charlotte, and it was beautiful. Just beautiful to be around mature people. No. Um, no silliness, no craziness, respectful young men, respectful gentlemen. It's just it's just amazing what you can find and what you radiate. You know, you radiate different things. So, um, yeah, I was outside, y'all. I'm outside I'm outside. I tell people, you know, don't 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 think I'm gonna be sitting in the house because I am outside. Finally at forty seven, I'm outside. A little bit of forty six I was outside, but I'm really outside. I do what I wanna do. I get up, I go, because you know what? I'd rather live life than sit in the house and be this boring old person. Not saying that you can't do that if that's your thing, but fact the fact is, I sat in the house long enough. I was in the house all my life. I wasn't a partier. Um, I raised my kids since I had them at a young age. And so now... I'm outside, damn it. I'm outside loving life. It is beautiful out there. And I don't know if I'll ever find a man out there. You know, we can always hope, wish, and dream. But hey, at least I'm outside doing things. And I feel like being outside, it makes you stay youthful. It does. It makes you stay youthful and vibrant. Because sitting in the house, you're just watching TV and, you, and you're looking around. And sometimes I feel like depression sets in when people sit in the house too long. So 
I'm not a depressing person. So I'm like, uh, yeah, I got to be outside of these walls. And once I've done painted every room in the house and did all my honeydew work, I feel like, hell, you need to go outside. But y'all know what? Outside is very expensive. Outside costs a lot of money. But hey, I'm out here because I feel like financially, this is the first time in my life where I can step outside and feel good about it. I mean, my daughter tells me that I have um, old woman clothes. So with my weight loss that I had over the last year or so, I had to go out, go out and start buying clothes that actually fit me. And um, that's been more of a challenge because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm having to replace my whole wardrobe. So I'm taking days to just take things out of my closet that I really and truly don't wear and that are considered to her old woman clothes and get something more my age appropriate is what she says. So she calls them titty shirts or whatever. But so I've been doing that. I've been spending a lot of money on clothes. That's basically what I've been doing. And now that I've spent the money on clothes, I decide that I ain't going somewhere and I got all these outside clothes. So y'all about to be sick of me because what I got in the closet is about to come out. It's about to always come out. So, also, speaking of clothing, so there were parts of me in the last few months that I've been, I love me, don't get me wrong, I love me to the core, I love the spirit that I bring to other people, I love the spirit of everybody always looks at me and says, you have the most beautiful smile, okay, great, but on the inside, I wasn't feeling so beautiful about parts of my body. Like I never wore sleeveless things because I hate my arms and I just, um, my legs, there's parts on my legs, my thighs. I just cannot stand. But in the last, um, since my hiatus, since I haven't been recording, I've been falling in love with those parts of me. I know everybody probably says, uh, you have to love yourself, but sometimes you, you love yourself, but doesn't mean you completely love everything about yourself. You'd always want to change something. So um, I've learned to fall in love with every part of me. The parts of my body that I didn't like, um, I'm now embracing. And them arms is out here, honey. I'm in the sleeveless. I'm, get, I, I'm in it, okay? Got the, got the um, strapless bras. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm embracing those parts because I want to fully be in love with myself. And I think I have accomplished that. I'm wearing clothes, showing a little skin here and there. Get it, girl. So, yeah. And do I think that that's age appropriate? I do. Because sexy is something that I didn't really always associate with myself. But you know what? I'm dressing to be who I feel like I am. So, yeah, I can show a little skin every now and then. And ain't nothing wrong with that. In this day and time, the way the, cl the, cl the clothes are made, hell, they want you to show skin. They want you to do, uh, they want you to see a little bit and feel a little sexy every now and then. You ain't always got to cover it up. So, I'm embracing that part of me. I'm in love with me. I'm really, really, really in love with me. I feel like when I step out the house, it's a 10 on always. And I'm just showing you that I love clothes, and you about to see all of this. So that's the other thing that I've been doing. All right, and next I will say that dating. Oh, my God. Talk to me, people. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go outside, and there's going to be these men out here, and I'm going to see what happens. Yeah, not, not. 
the online dating i'm about sick of because it's all married men and lies and i'll have to tell you more about those dating not dating but like interactions that i've had with men online ridiculous um and just being outside trying to find somebody somebody told me you know outside being outside and trying to date ain't no easier than being online and i'm just trying to figure out what in the whole hell is wrong with people like what is wrong with men like what, what what's up with y'all and i i feel like some of them were damaged from previous relationships and they just out here wilding okay we all get that but don't wild to the point where you don't have where you don't act, act like you don't care because i know you do and i know deep down inside you want to be loved you just fronting and that's so funny to me but anyway so yeah been on this online dating thing is is funny 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 and one thing about me is I'm going to tell you right up front, I'm 100% real. I'm going to ask you the hard questions first, and I'm going to see how you handle it. And if you can't handle the hard questions, then I know you ain't for me. And, yeah, I got my standards. If you ain't if you ain't sick something like I put on my profile, yeah, I'll go ahead and delete you. I'll tell you, hey, and thank you for whatever you said to me. But guess what? You're getting deleted because I told you, if you can read on my profiles whatever I used to have up, I'd say 6'2 and above. I mean, that's just it. We'll get to everything else, but you got to meet the height requirement first. And if you can't read and you approach my page with your 5'11", 5'10", ass, yeah, probably probably getting deleted off rip. But I thank you, though, for your kind words. But, I mean, it's just, it's hard. I mean, the generation of men, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. And then just the, the even if, even if you got the... Let's see, the cup buddy, I guess I'm going to call it. I don't even really know what to call it. Uh, you know, that that gets old after a while because, you know, sometimes you need two cup buddies, one for the affection and one for just the straight sex, and one that can do both. Yeah, I haven't found him yet. So I just, you know, I cut, I cut them off. I cut off everybody. I cut off everybody since the spring, and I'm like, you know what? Um, I'm just going to do me because you're not worth the time of anything because for one men forgot what foreplay was and i didn't know that so many women felt like that until i put a post up on one of my pages like do y'all know what foreplay is like do you even know how that goes anymore and i mean foreplay just don't have to be the oral sex the all that foreplay to me starts in the morning with the kiss goodbye it starts with whatever you want to in the morning it's the subtle touches all day long you know it's the look in your it's the just the way you look at somebody during the daytime that's all considered foreplay to me foreplay is just not in the bedroom it's an all-day thing to me and i don't think these men get it and hell half of them don't even don't even wait for the foreplay we've become such a microwave generation that we um that we forget about what's important and foreplay is important i mean you know how the cars in the back of the day you had to warm them up before they left i know my grandma used to have to go outside and warm her car up before we left or whatever yeah yeah and it got further and it ran better because it was warmed up that's what foreplay is for women we run a lot better if you do the things necessary to get us there i mean hello y'all are some selfish fucks right now like you're worried about yourself, and as long as you get you, you're good. So I'm needing to try to find a man to understand that foreplay, foreplay is where it's at. You want the freak to come out in your girlfriend, your wife? Try a little foreplay. Try it and see what happens. I mean, because we just ain't on go like y'all are. Y'all's dick get hard and y'all ready to go. 
Women don't operate like that. Not unless you just a fine motherfucker and we just been thinking about your ass all day from the night before, maybe. But yeah, we don't operate like that. We're not ready to go ASAP. So foreplay is important and people don't realize that. So I'm like, bleh. Sex is boring. You're doing the same old missionary bull crap. Oh, exhausting. So I felt like, you know what? It's going to take a step back from all of that. And we just going to uh, just live outside. Just go on outside, girl, and find, you know, find your life outside. Go out and smell the damn roses and do everything else and do do what you want to do. But you don't got to, yeah, yeah, the main thing, I'm over it, exhausted. Whatever God has for me in that department, he will bring to me because, geez, Louise, I mean, I just let my whole, dismounted my whole team. Like, I don't even got a team no more because you know what? It was exhausting. So, and of course, y'all know I love football, so it's football season. Don't date during football season. I just be outside at the bar enjoying life because, uh, yeah. And if a man catches my attention during football season, he was sent from God. Because God knows don't nothing interrupt my football. Nothing and nobody, okay? So, I know I've kind of been all over the place with this podcast. Just catching you up on what's going on with me. And also, um, I just wanted to say, yes, I still want to interview people. I still want to do do, um interviews with my friends and all that stuff but you know once I started doing this I started putting pressure on myself to hurry up and produce hurry up and produce hurry up and produce and this is something that's supposed to be fun for me would I want it to be lucrative oh of course I want it to be lucrative but I have to do things in my own time and not feel the pressure so um yeah I still want to do things with people have people on and um just just talk, girl talk, girl talk if I can. Guys, guys don't want to talk. That's the problem. They don't want to get on here and they don't want to do this. And that makes me angry because I talking to some of these men that I've talked to online is really gave me a different perspective on what they go through. Like they're, they're psyche and they, they, you know, they kind of messed up in the head. And if they talked about it, then they probably feel better about it. So I'm over here. Let's talk about it, fellas. Let's talk about the last girlfriend you had and what you felt like she did wrong and that girl that cheated on you to, and broke your heart and now you you and your feelings about everything. Let's talk about the women. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about the, let's get the married man that don't want to be on my show no more because I wouldn't sleep with him. Let's talk about the fact that he's been married for 20 some plus years and been cheating on his wife ever since he's been married because he likes something strange. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So your wife don't know she's sharing you, but you enjoying this lifestyle, you and your friends. Interesting. 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 And let's talk about the fact when you ask a man, is he in a relationship? Because I always do ask him, are you in a relationship? Are you single? I got somebody I'm spending time with. It's called you're in a relationship because you can tell women are not stupid from the hours that you move. And so if you can't text me at night, you can't call me at night. You can only call me when you're at work. You live with somebody, bruh, and just call a thing a thing. I mean, you don't know what I might be into that day. But what you're not going to do is lie to me. Because when, when I first asked that question, when you lie to me, it's over. It's a wrap. One, one guy, let me tell you this. One guy... So he messaged me on one of the apps I was on, and this is one of the reasons why I deleted my app. Messaged me on the app, gave him my number. So we were texting. We text for a little bit, and then he actually called me, which I usually don't answer phone calls, but he actually called me. 
And we had the best conversation for two hours. Now, mind you, I asked him, was he single? And he said, yeah. He asked me, was I single? I avoided the question, not intentionally, but actually forgot to answer the question. So he asked me, again, are you single? And I was like, yeah. So he went through the whole elaborate telling me he's a single dad or he has to keep his kids during the week. And some weekends he can get off, yada, 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 because his wife, no, not his wife, the the mother of his kids was a nurse and yada, yada, yada. Okay, cool. So, you know, he told me, you know, he worked where he worked and all this, this, that, and the third. And, you know, we could do lunch and yada, yada, yada. So that was kind of cool. Talked to him for, the, like I said, the two hours. So I went out. I asked him a question about a TV show. He says, I'm married. I was like, okay, you're married, but what does that have to do with the question that I ask you about the TV show? He said, nothing. I'm married. I'm sorry. And he kept texting me, I'm married. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is it exactly that you're sorry for? Are you sorry for being married? Are you sorry for the lie? Are you sorry because I'm a dope-ass person and you really wanted to get to know me and now you probably think that, you know, that's off the table? Well, you're correct in that, sir. That is off the table because you lied. So, I didn't hear from him for like two days. Then he starts texting me. Can you just give me 10 minutes? 10 minutes of what? 10 minutes to explain what? That you married and you lied? I don't need 10 minutes for that. So, he um goes on to start texting me more. Trying to FaceTime me. Y'all, I don't block people out of my phone. Because I feel like... In five or ten years, you're going to text my phone and I'm either going to give you the time of day and say, hey, or I'm either just going to ignore you because I want to and I can. So I don't usually block people. But this this brother here, he got blocked because you were over here blowing up my phone, trying to FaceTime me like seven times in a row, dude. Like, what is really going on? This is off for a two-hour phone conversation. So imagine if I'd have spent time with you, baby. You'd be trying to figure out where I live. So, psychos, blocked, that's crazy. That was so, so, so crazy. And I forgot there was another dude, I think, that I had to block that same entire week. And I'm like, you know what? This online thing might not be for me because, oh my God, it's just so exhausting. So, if y'all doing the dating thing and and you got something that works, let me know what it is because I don't know what it is right now. I think just being me and being outside is the thing for me. Because this ain't this ain't it. Because these guys really, really tripped me out. One dude talked to him for like two, like a month and a half. He invited me to the Panthers training camp. Then one Sunday, boom, he was gone. Never heard from him again. I'm like, what happened? Or maybe he was living with somebody and she called us, got his phone or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, just, I don't know what happened, but I'm like, okay, cool. This is the the weirdest, strangest stuff that these guys be doing. Like, you just, boom, disappear. Are you okay? I mean, my goodness. Like, how are you going to invite me somewhere and then just disappear? And was excited about it. How are you going to disappear? I mean, men ain't shit. I mean, I don't want to say that generalize all of them. But so far, all y'all falling in line with your brethren. And you're proving to be not shit. And that's another thing I'm probably going to discuss once I start figuring out how often I want to do my podcast again. But I told my daughter, I said, you know, the fact that we're talking about the same things in dating and you're 26 and I'm 20 and I'm 47 is ridiculous. 
that we're going through the same thing. I would think that my age would be a little bit older, but they're not. So I told her one day we have to do a podcast and maybe get some of her friends and I get some of my friends and we figure out, you know, how we all going through the same shit. And this is why we all single. Because I know my daughter wants to be with somebody, but damn, it's like slim pickings here. And I'll let her know. Get you a team of them. Because it's going to take a whole team just to keep you occupied. Because one can't do it. Because they just, they fall off. They fall off after a week. They fall off after two. And it's sad that we celebrate when you've been talking to somebody for two weeks. It's sad that you have to keep up with it like that. But it's the truth. Because they ain't shit. Like, they can't keep up. And I mean, even if you start out one way... They can't keep it up the whole way and things start changing. The text starts slowing down or the phone calls start slowing down. And you know he done added somebody to his team. He done added somebody to his team because they can't be 100% real like you are. Like when I tell you I'm 100%, ask me a damn question. You ask me am I sleeping with somebody else if I'm talking to you? I'm going to tell you yes if I am. You know why? Because I don't owe you nothing. I do not owe you nothing. If you don't want me to sleep with the person, then you're going to step up your game. That's it. That's it. That's 100. I don't got a lot of you. I ain't got to tell you that somebody's at my house. And me and I always assume that the one guy texts me talking about some. I know you got somebody you spending time with. Oh, do you? Then who are they? How do you just assume that? Yeah, I like sex like the next person, but I'm just not out here giving myself away to be giving myself away just because I got an urge. You know why? Because I don't have the time and energy to put into a man that don't know what foreplay is, into a man that don't want to give and get. I don't got I don't got the time for it because I'm 100% real, 100% grown woman over here. And I just don't have time for it. But no, I don't don't assume anything. Don't assume I'm spending time. And if I'm spending time with somebody, when you ask me the question, I'm going to tell you yes. I'm going to tell you yeah, because I don't owe you anything. I don't owe you nothing to tell you. Well, I don't got to lie about nothing. That's the problem. I don't have to lie because I'm confident in who I am. And I just know I don't got to lie because there's nothing to lie about. Because you got to keep up a lot. And that's exhausting. And that's work. So I'm not doing that either. So y'all y'all get with me. If y'all want to be on the show, y'all want to talk about anything, hit me up. Text me. We can go. We can talk about it. Because I feel like we all have something to talk about or something that we need to get off our chest. And I'm here for it. I'm here to be your sounding board. I'm here to be your reality. I'm here to be whatever you need me to be at this moment in time. I am here. So let's talk about it. Bye, y'all. I've missed you.